Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. in this series, Advance. And the reason we started off the year with a message entitled Advance is because I don't want us to do like many people do, where we set New Year's resolutions, and by week number two or week number three, we've already gone, you know, given up on them. And so the opposite of advance is to retreat. It's to, to, to run back, to push back. And I don't want us to do that. I want us to be focused on moving forward at all times, moving forward at all times, no matter if it's uncomfortable, no matter if, it, if you don't know what the next step is, regardless of if you know what the outcome is, I want us to always be moving forward. And today I really want to focus on just that, moving forward. Typically, when I do a sermon series or one of my series, I do what we call a topical sermon. And a topical sermon is, is, is speaking. Now, this is for those who are interested in being a pastor. You get to learn this thing now. It's free. I had to pay for it in theology school and seminary, but I'm giving it to you for free. Topical sermons are really where we take a particular subject matter that is relevant to the current culture or or the current environment of what's going on in the church, right? It's understanding the pulse of your people. So if I if 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 I know that 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 in this season there are a lot of people dealing with depression, a lot of my messages will be topical sermons dealing with depression. And what we do is find a sub we find a scripture that lines up with how people dealt with depression. That's a topical uh, uh, message. That's a topical way of doing it. But today, I'm not going to do that. Today, I'm going to do an expository sermon for you. Let me explain that. An expository sermon is where we take a particular scripture, not a subject matter. We take a particular scripture and expose all of the relevancy of a current situation for today. And so what I want to do today in an expository way is share with you, according to Joshua chapter 3, what it means to move forward. We're going to totally expose how this group of people move forward. Before we get there, I want to give you a little bit of background. Joshua is, is, is one of my favorite books. 
Because it has everything to do with courage. It has everything to do with being uncomfortable. It has everything to do with brand new things. It has everything to do with miracles. It has everything to do with people moving from one thing to another. It has things to do with generational blessings, generational curses. Joshua is filled with so much great wisdom and information that I love to start with that. So let me just real quick break down what happened in the first two chapters. Really quick, I'm just going to give you like the cliff notes version and then ask you to read the rest to catch up okay here's what happened in the first two chapters in joshua one moses is dead and 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 god gives this command to joshua who was one of moses's close assistants he says listen joshua moses is dead everything that i promised moses i'm promising you what i need you to do is do me this solid real quick i want you to be the one to deliver the people from this 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 issue deliver them from bondage deliver and that's mental as well deliver the people and i want you to be the one to take them to the land which i have promised them here's what i want you to do in chapter one he tells them i need you to be strong and courageous he said that several times to joshua because he knew that joshua could get discouraged by what he was getting ready to face he said that continuously be strong and courageous be strong and very courageous because what you're going to come against may discourage you and then he jumps into chapter two and the very first thing he deals with is trying to get some people to deal with some spies to go into a land to face their very first enemies And one of those spies just happened to be an ancestor of Jesus himself. She was a prostitute by the name of Rahab. So here Joshua is having to be strong and very courageous and really have faith in the Lord that that, that, that God would really do what he said he would do and help him convert these people who did not believe in the same God that he did. So now let's get to chapter 3. Because this is where it really builds up. This is where the stuff happens. This is where, 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 where I won't say the climax, but this is where the whole story changes. Chapter 3 is what we're going to share today. And I'm going to break this down expos- in an expository way so that we can understand it. Right? Before they get ready to do what's next. So, so, so now they're in chapter 3. Here's the big thing they got to do. It's time to move. It's time to move. Y'all, y- your ancestors have been just teetering around, going in circles for 40 years because Moses disobeyed God. They, they've been just going in circles for 40 years. You've seen, now, besides a couple of, you know, 40 years is a long time. I just turned 40 in December. So that means a couple generations seen what happened during those 40 years. They, they were witnesses to what's going on. Why are we staying in this spot? If there's a promised land, why are we here going in circles? For 40 years, they've seen this. Now is the time for this generation to take on the mantle and move with a new leader who's already been commanded to be bold, to be brave, to be strong and be very courageous. Now it's time to move. The first thing that he asked them to do, watch this. Then Joshua told the people as he's getting them ready, he says, listen, y'all, 
It's time for us to move. We got to get up out this spot. We got to go somewhere. We've got to go to what God has promised us. I know we've heard it. Some of y'all have heard it for 30 years. Some of y'all have heard it for 20 years. These new little babies, y'all are just now hearing it. Some of y'all have actually been listening to this for over 40 years saying it's time for us to go to the promised land. We've heard about this promised land. You know what? Now it's time for us to go. So here's what I need y'all to do. Let's suit up and get ready. So he's having this conversation with his people, right? He's telling his people, listen, we're about to get ready to go. Most people, most generals that get ready to take their people out into a, a, a war or to get ready to go, most generals say what? Suit up, put your armor on, get your gear together, get your rifles, get your artillery because we're going to face some enemies. Let me share with you the first thing you must do to move on very first thing you got to do is be pure. Be pure. Watch this. Joshua tells his people. Then Joshua told the people, purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. The very first thing you must do to move forward is purify yourselves. He could have said, yo, all the strong, I need all the the strongest men in the crew. I need y'all to come up front. I need y'all to bring all of the artillery, every gun, every spear, every hammer, every, every weapon you possibly could must. Slingshots, BB guns, whatever you, super soakers, bring it. Because it's on and popping, baby. But no. He says, we're getting ready to go into war. We're getting ready to go to some unknown territory. We're getting ready to do something extremely radical. Purify yourself. Don't worry about the super soaker and the guns and stuff. Purify yourselves. What does that mean to you today? Let me tell you. Purifying yourself, it doesn't mean perfection. It doesn't mean, it does, it doesn't mean to start this year off saying, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to cuss anymore. You lie when you say that. You're going to cuss. Uh, 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 purifying yourself doesn't mean that you know what I'm no longer going to drink soda soon as you go to the first party and there's Coca-Cola or Pepsi there you're going to get you a little sip it's okay that's not purifying yourself purifying yourself is, is forgetting about 2014 letting it absolutely go Okay, saying, you know what, it was great, man, it was a fantastic year. Or, or saying, you know what, that was the crappiest year of my life, whatever. Bada boom, bada bing, it's done. I'm only focused on 2015. So I'm going to purify myself. I'm going to cleanse myself of all that stuff. I'm going to cleanse myself of any wrongdoing I did. I'm going to cleanse myself of anything or anywhere where I failed at. I'm going to cleanse myself and purify myself from any bad thoughts I had about people. I'm going to purify myself by forgiving somebody that I really don't want to forgive. That's purifying yourself. You don't have to do anything ritualistic. You don't have to douse yourself with oil. You don't have to have pastor pray over you. You don't have to do anything crazy ritualistic. Just begin to have pure thoughts and set your mind on pure things and begin to move in that way. The very first thing before they even went and begin to take their first step toward the promised land, he says, purify yourself. Don't move, don't leave, don't go nowhere, don't draw a map, don't pack a bag. Purify yourself. 
And church, I'm here to tell you, we as Mosaic Church need to do the same thing. We can sit back and celebrate all that God has done for us these past two years and just say, God, that's enough. Or we can purify ourselves and say, that was good, but I'm ready for better. God, that was great, but give me the prayer of Jabez and enlarge my territory. In other words, I'm not saying I want more. I want more responsibility. I don't want more stuff. I want more work because more work means I honor you, God. Purify yourselves. Here's the second thing. Oh, man, I love that. Purify yourselves. The second thing I need you to do. The essentials to move forward. Be pure. Second thing is look for God's presence. Look for God's presence. Watch this. Watch this. This is what he says to them. Oh, this is so great. I love this part. He says, today, Joshua 3, 10, 11. He says, today you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Haterites. Okay, I threw that in there. But y'all get it, right? Come on. Here's the thing about that. This is just why it's exciting, right? Because here's the thing about that. They were already, their families, their generations before them did not move forward because they were afraid of these same people that God said he would protect them from. Then they should be afraid. Why? They were bigger. They were larger. There were more of them. They were huge in terms of their numbers. But he is saying, God is saying, listen, I'm going to protect you. And Joshua is repeating this. Some of these people have heard this for the very first time because the last time it was said was to their ancestors. Oh, I'm I'm exposing something here. Some of y'all have heard some stuff that grandmama and them said to you a long time ago, but you gave up on grandmama's prayer. Now it's time to go ahead and walk into what grandma said would happen to you. I remember when I was a young man, they used to tell me that boy's going to be somebody. It took me 20 something years to believe that I was a somebody. Somebody's going to get that this morning morning it's time for you your your ancestors already said it somebody was praying for you when you were in your mama's belly it's time to walk into the promise that was made on your behalf a long time ago oh i don't mean to be such a such a radical and a, a pastor and preacher right now but i'm just telling you something that's real Somebody has already laid out the plans, and I know God already did, but somebody has prophesied and said great things about you. It's time for you to believe it. Look for God's presence. Here's the other thing. They have to realize. Ooh, this is good. He says, I'm going to protect you from the Hizzites, the whoeverites, the otherites, the mites, and everybody else. Here's the thing. He's just reminding them, I had already done that before. If you just sit with your people, your ancestors, and listen to the stories, how they got to where they at now. Let me tell you something. 
As you come into this new year and as we move forward, we're going to face some Amorites and Jebusites and whoever else, ites. We're going to face some Haterites and some Mites or whatever. But I want to tell you something. In your personal life, you're going to face them too. But you got to know what? Look for God's presence because what you do is when you look at those ites, you've already faced those ites before and you defeated the ites before. So do you think that God is going to stop allowing you to defeat the ites now? You think he'd bring you this far so you can face the ite and say, oh, man, God, where you at? And he's like, I'm still here. He's not going to bring you this far the same way he brought you through the, the stuff, some bad seasons, some rough seasons, some haters, some non-believers, some people who were not committed to you. He'll bring you through that, and he'll bring you through some more. He's saying, remember, I did it before. Check this out. I'll do it again. I didn't promise you it was going to be easy. But what I did promise is that I'm always going to be with you. I didn't promise that you wouldn't face challenges. But what I did promise is that I'm going to lighten your load. I didn't promise you that you wouldn't have doubt. But what I did promise is to give you peace. I didn't promise you (laughs) that you weren't going to struggle a little bit. But I did promise you that you can lean on me because when you are weak, I am at my strongest. Oh, I'm preaching this morning. He didn't promise that it was going to be easy, but he promised to be there. He promised to bless you. He promised, and he's a promise keeper. You got to believe it this morning. The four essentials to move forward. One, you got to be pure. Secondly, you got to look for God's presence. Listen, I want to share something about that. As the people prepared to go into the promised land, Joshua reminded the people of those promises. So here's what happens next. Fourth, third thing you got to do. Now y'all know the promises to be purified ourselves. Remember, before we take that step, remember as we're in this new location, remember as you may be getting a new promotion or demotion this year, remember God is with you. Now watch this. Here's the third step. Ready? Now you got to take the necessary steps. Hmm? Take the necessary steps. It got quiet because like, oh, man, that's so elementary. No, it's not because a lot of us get stuck. A lot of us stop on the promises. A lot of us sit there and be praying, God, I need you. And God's like, move, and you got it, baby. But you just sit there waiting in your room. You've been waiting long enough. Those people have been waiting 40 years. It's time now to move. Move. Go. Step. Here it is. We're here in a new place, in a new building. Oh, my God, it was discouraging. It's it's more stuff. It's more places. It's, 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 It's a lot of stuff. But move. And God will do the rest. Here, here, let me share. Let me share this with you so y'all can get some scripture so we can understand this. Joshua 3, 14, 16. Watch this. So the people left their camp to grow, to cross the Jordan. And the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. The water above that point began packing up a great distance away at a town called Adam, which is near Zarathon. And the water below that point flowed on the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Has y'all, have y'all ever heard something like that happen before? Where, 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 where God allowed people, watch this, to cross over water. On dry land. Has that happened prior to this point? Talk to me. Has it happened before? 
Did it not happen with Moses when Moses stuck his staff in the sea and it parted? Here it is, his predecessor talking to the next generation of, of, of people that were promised this land saying, God is going to do this again. And watch this. Joshua and one other person were the only ones to ever experience that for the, the ever in that crew. They were the only ones to ever see that happen before. The others who were there, which was about 2 million or so in number, this was their first time actually being a part of it. They'd probably heard the stories. They probably, it was probably legend in where they grew up. It, it was probably some really good storytelling. But now here they are about to experience it. Do y'all know they would not have experienced it if they did not take the step? Take the step. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it doesn't feel right. I know you don't know how it's going to end on the other side. I know you don't know what's ahead of you. But whatever it is, take the step. Some of you right now are standing at the bank of the Jordan River and you're shaking in your boots. And God is saying, baby, take the step. I promise you, you won't get not a drop of liquid on you. I'm going to make sure you cross onto dry land. Take the step. I don't know what your Jordan River is. I don't need to know. You know, you just need to ask God to give you the courage to take the step. It could be moving. It could be new job opportunity. It could be a new boo. I don't know. It could be young man in this room. It could be getting down on the one knee and going on ahead and putting a ring on it. Whatever that next step is, doggone it, do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm preaching this morning. Don't be afraid. Don't, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of brothers talking about I need to get myself together. All you need is God and now you together. You find a woman that you love and she's perfect and everything. Don't worry about your money. You say you got God. If she's in touch with God, she might be all right with that. You got to have good credit. Amen. Amen. Take the necessary steps. Here it is. It's time. You've been holding back for too long. You've been waiting too long. It's time. Here's what I want to tell you. Because this is the dilemma they were dealing with. Y'all ready for this? Jordan River, the people. I'm scared. But if I go back, I can't go back. Right? Because now there's water. Once you, once you get, you know, I can't go back. Nobody else is going to be there. I, I can't go back. I, 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 I can't go back. I'm at the Jordan River, but I can't go back. Because back, there's nothing else there. Everybody, two million are moving this way. I, I can't go back. They've been back there for 40 years. I can't go back. But I can't stay here. You can't go back. You can't relive 2014, 2013, 2000. You can't relive your high school year. No, you can't do it. If I dare any of y'all, if y'all wearing your high school gear, like if, you, like if you recently graduated, you get a pass. But like if you graduated in the 80s or 90s and I see you wearing something from that era, I'm going to call you out. I'm on every social media outlet there is. Okay, I will blast you. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? Okay, enough of that. You can't go back. And some of y'all are like, duh, I can't go back. I get that. 
But this is the part you got to really get. You can't stay here. You can't stay where you are. I don't care. I don't care if you had a, 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 if you knocked it out of the park in 2014. So is that your best? Are you satisfied? Is that, is that good? You good? You good? All right, cool. I'll preach your eulogy because if that's all you got, then that's it. You're dead. There's still greater. There's still more land to occupy. There's still more territory. There's still more greatness in you. And if you think that your greatest year was your best year and you're still breathing air, then you've got it wrong. Duh, you can't go back. But get this, you can't stay here. Because what God has for you is very big. And you need to step into it. You need to take the step. You need to advance. You need to move forward. You can't retreat. Here's the final thing I want to share with you. Always remember, never forget. I know I, I said something opposite to that uh, a while ago, saying forget about this, but let me, let, me, let me clarify what I'm saying. So the men, this is Joshua 4 and 8. So the men did as Joshua had commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan River, one for each tribe, just as the Lord had told Joshua. They carried them to the place where they camped for the night and constructed the memorial there. They constructed a memorial there. They took 12 stones and constructed a memorial there so that they would always remember the moment that God performed a great miracle in their lives, not once, but for the second time, and, 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 and pushed water back so that they could literally cross dry land. They didn't cross mud. It was dry. And when they got to the other side, the water came back. And these 12 stones was always a reminder. So they built a memorial there so that generations upon generations could go back. And when children, and it even says in the Bible, when your children ask, why are these stones here? You can say, this is the day that God allowed us to cross uh, this Jordan River after 40 years and, and, and into dry land, into a promised land. So they could always remember. Here's what I want you to never forget your best year. Never forget your worst year. Always remember the things that God had in there that taught you some things. Always remember those redeemable things that God gave you. Always remember the endurance that God gave you. Always remember you made it through that season or whatever it was with through the grace of God, always remember those good things. Even from the bad moments, I guarantee there's a good note in there. Even if it's just don't do that again. That's amen. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. Don't, I won't do that again. That's wisdom. Take away those good things. Because here's what I want. Let me, let me share something with you. That's how God works. You know that? God takes all of the sin in our lives. He takes all of the mess of our lives. He takes all of the flaws of our lives. And he says, thank you. Let me redeem it because I'm going to use it to my good. 
I didn't believe in God. Y'all know my story. I didn't believe in God. I believed in something else. I learned how to fast believing in something else. God said, cool, we, we do that. We started that in, in Christianity. So you could, I'm going to take that. You use that. I said, I was studying and reading the word and I was having conversations with people, not reading the Bible, just a word. I won't tell y'all what word. And I was sharing this, this word with people trying to convert them into this crazy stuff that I was believing. And God says, no, that's, that, that, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I'm going to take that because you're going to be a public speaker one day. You, you might even be a preacher. You don't know that, but I'm, I'm going to take that too. God took the discipline of meditation because I said, you know what? I, I don't believe in God, so I'm going to learn how to meditate. Oh. He said, that's perfect because Christians, we were, we were doing that first anyway. So, so I'm going to take that as well, and, and, and I'm going to set that here. He took all of those things that were sinful in my life, and he redeemed them and says, this is great because I need this for you to be who I need you to be. So I'm going to take all of those flawed, jacked up things that you thought were, you were doing for your own good. I'm going to take those things and make them redeemable. I don't know what those things are in your life, but God will take those very things and redeem them to be used for his good. Whatever it is, I don't know. I don't need to know. You know, whatever they are. Let me, let me share a little funny story with you. Always remember, never forget. There was an elderly couple I heard about that, that, that were having some problems with their memory. And so they went to see a professional. And, and they went to the professional saying, you know what, doc? We're both having this challenge with our memory. I can't seem to remember anything and he can't seem to remember anything, and, 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 and what do you recommend? And so the doctor says, well, I'll tell you what. I want you all to write down everything, everything. Just, just begin to write down everything so this way you remember it, okay? And so one night they were at the house, and they were relaxing, and they were, you know, upstairs in the room, and, and the husband says, he gets out of bed, and the wife says, well, what, where are you going? He says, well, I'm going to go downstairs and, and get me some ice cream. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you what, bring me some of that back. He's like, all right, cool. She says, do you want to write that down? He says, no, 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 I got it, I got it. She says, all right, well, then I want some strawberries with my ice cream, please. Do you want to write that down? He says, no, baby, baby, come on, please. It's ice cream. I got this. Ice cream, strawberries, boom. She says, cool. Now, I would also like some sprinkles. You sure you don't need to write that down? Baby, I got it. Be right back. He goes downstairs. 30 minutes later, he returns with bacon and eggs. And she says, look it, I knew you would, you, you never get this right. Once again, you forgot. He says, what now? You didn't bring the toast. <laughs> I don't tell jokes often, but I read that one. I was like, that's pretty good. We need to remember what's important. And what's important is not the struggle you went through. It's not how well you did last year. What's important is that whatever happened last year or the year before, it happened and God was with you. And you're here today. Never forget, always remember that God is with you. Never forget that God is with you. As you're struggling, as you're working, as you're moving forward, as you are fasting and, and, and you're sitting there, you, you, you know, you're praying to God and all of a sudden your neighbor is cooking some chicken and you fasting and you really love the way that chicken smells. Let me tell you something. When you fast, your senses, they, they, they become very sensitive. 
You can smell things that you normally wouldn't smell. Your neighbor is cooking or baking some cookie. Don't be tempted. Pray that God blesses you to not go get some cookies. When you're sitting at home with your children and you're watching television and all of a sudden, magically Food Network pops up on the screen, ignore it. All right? Ban yourself from it. Don't go on social media during this fast because everybody's going to be talking about where they're going to eat when they should be fasting too. Okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. Amen? Never forget. Always remember that God is there. He never promised it would be perfect. He didn't promise it would be easy. But he did promise he would be there. And I tell you what, I don't know about you, but that's enough for me. That's enough for me. No matter what I'm going through or facing, that's enough for me to know that God is with me. Amen. Amen. Is that good? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor V said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others, our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.